Welcome to Doctor Who on the Rocks, a podcast where we drink whiskey, discuss the longest running show in science fiction, and arbitrarily assign points to find out who really is the best doctor. I'm Diana, and I've seen it all. And I'm Jen. I've seen nothing. This week, we're saying goodbye to the first one, to William Hartnell, the first doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to do a butt first? Oh, is, are we still doing the whiskey? The yeah, week? why not? Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> okay, that's why I was like, quiet. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that whole thing where like, I, we didn't talk about <laughs> But first, let's do a recap of one of our favorite whiskeys of the week so instead of doing a new whiskey for this episode and the next either probably two episodes i haven't i don't know yet because we haven't recorded them um i figure we're gonna look back on some of the whiskeys that we personally liked Mm -hmm. um and Mm -hmm. i decided for this one we'll do the same Okay. But for the next episodes, we're probably going to just pull some of our favorites just and mix it, up. mix it in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, we'll, and, and we'll talk at the end of the episode what to mm-hmm. expect for mm-hmm. what we're going to get into next. But for today, I decided to go back to the season three whiskey of the season mm-hmm. because we were so surprised that we liked it so much <laughs> in the blind flight. That, uh, you know, I felt like we needed to sit down and get reacquainted with it properly. Mm -hmm. So this week, we're drinking Percheron. Woo! I always think I was calling it Pincheron. Well, you know, French hooves. (laughs) French hooves. I'll never not think of it as French hooves. (laughs) Hooves. French hooves. French hooves. Well, cheers. (sighs) Yeah, it's just fucking good. It's good, yeah. That reminds you you're alive. But not in a rude way, you know? No, not rude at all. Mm-mm. It's very it's gentle. Very, I was going to say gentle. Yeah, very gentle. Very, very gentle. But yeah, um, I'm enjoying this. Yeah. No, it's it's like a... Hmm. I don't know. It's very smooth. It's very subtle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to sipping on this while we say goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. To an old... We sip on an old friend as you say goodbye to an old friend. Very old friend. Mm-hmm. How old do you think the doctor is now? Yeah, like him, William Hartnell, or like the doctor, doctor. No, the doctor, doctor. I don't know. Does he even age? I don't know. I mean, I do know, but uh, <laughs> it's like I don't know. Sure. No, I'm just as as we move through this, asking you generic questions um, is just fun because. Mm-hmm. I know the answer. And I'm going to bet a lot of people listening know the answer. So um, <laughs> it's just kind of enjoyable. Okay. okay. Uh, so speaking of the doctor, mm-hmm. let's talk about him. All right. Let's do it. The shortest whiskey of the week. Shortest whiskey Ever. of the week. So this week we are saying goodbye to William Hartnell, the first doctor. The OG 
Seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this week we're discussing the first doctor, the mm-hmm. baddies, mm-hmm. and the stories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wrapping it on up. Yeah. So when we came into this, you knew nothing. Right. About it. Mm-hmm. You kind of knew that there was a guy named the doctor. Mm-hmm. I think you were aware that there were different actors mm-hmm. that played him. That, that I, 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 yeah. Yeah. That mm-hmm. like have been called the doctor and have mm-hmm. performed it. Like you knew that there was that like the mm-hmm. actors changed mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's like it, right? Yeah. That's pretty much. Pretty much it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. You'd never seen a Dalek, right? No. Crazy. Mm-mm. That's insane to me. Uh, now, what have been, what were your general expectations going into the concept of what we're, we were getting into, considering that you didn't really know anything? I really didn't have any expectations, mm-hmm. honestly. I really was just open to the ride and just going with it. You know, I didn't really, I knew it was science fiction, so I knew sure. it was going to be some weird shit sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no real expectations. Has there been anything super surprising to you about moving through this? Just how shitty the sets were. <laughs> sure. Sure, sure. It's like, yeah, they really just didn't understand what this was going to turn into. Yeah, no for way. sure. But yeah, I didn't realize how just bad. Had you ever watched older science fiction before i mean like pre-star wars Mm-mm. Mm-mm. not at all no yeah it's pretty not my genre it's pretty standard mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah uh the and one of the things that i uh, have really kind of come to appreciate through watching this first section again is that i just love I love bad sets in science fiction. I love all of that cheesy, hokey shit. Well, it's also that whole thing where it takes so much more imagination. And isn't that what it's all about anyway? It's not like if if we were going to go see this kind of stuff in the theater, we'd be looking at practical effects. Mm -hmm. You know, if, you know, we don't talk necessarily about realism when it comes to other forms of entertainment, but Mm -hmm. when it comes to special effects, it must look as real as possible or it's bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And as long as you're not taken out of the story, it's not bad. And one of the things that I love about fucking Doctor Who is you have that first moment of seeing the Monoptra and going, what the absolute fuck am I looking at? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you're just so into it that, four episodes later, you're nonplussed by like human worms mm-hmm. that are sticking their heads into walls. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much more about it that's upsetting that the, the you know, the sets and all of that kind of stuff just become what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love, I, I've, yeah, thoroughly enjoy that. Uh, have you been, mm, were you expecting for, our storylines to be as intense as they are sometimes. No, because it's a kid's show. But then again, I'm not surprised. I shouldn't have been as surprised because a lot of cartoons 
really aren't meant for kids. Yeah. You know? So, but yeah, that caught me a little bit off guard. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been uh, really into your aspect of the conversation because sometimes you think about it as if it were real and that takes me off guard because I'm over here in like science fiction, la la land Mm -hmm, being mm -hmm. like, yeah, but this is what happens in the science fiction universe. Mm -hmm. And you're like, yeah, but, but that's not what would happen. And and I really, and so I've, I've really enjoyed that aspect as Mm -hmm, well. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So kind of getting into the tenure of the first doctor, you know, he was pretty much handpicked to be the first doctor kind of immediately got crotchety Mm -hmm. and he's infamously pretty rude, potentially a little, uh, anti-Semitic. Oh, anti-Semitic. Possibly homophobic, uh, very difficult to deal with towards the end. Mm -hmm. Um, but also potentially drastically, drastically deteriorating because of arteriosclerosis. Mm. Um, And, you know, it's not lost on me that there are a lot of, a lot of the actors of the time are like, yeah, but like, you know, we still loved him. Mm -hmm. Like we loved Bill. Mm -hmm. You know, you always hear that from all of them, that they, Mm -hmm. they really did respect him. Mm Um, even though he was a grouch. Even though he was a uh, grouchy McGrouchy pants. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that the legacy of William Hartnell is one that's interesting for the fandom because the first doctor is so important mm-hmm. in terms of the boundary settings. Mm-hmm. But how do you deal with, you know, I feel like we hear this a lot in media today. How do you deal with the importance of a piece of art mm-hmm. and the reality of the personality that was behind the art, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and this is kind of one of those moments of like, you know, how do you reconcile that? Especially when he's dead and not around to speak for himself anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. Makes it a little difficult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think he ever hurt anybody. He was just no, he was an just asshole. Fucking rude. Yeah. <laughs> he was just rude. Yeah. Yeah. Just a rude old man. Just a rude old dude. Um, but also real good with kid, like real nice and real sweet and good with kids and at least at the end. He had a different size to him. Yeah, he did. He was he like did. an onion. Yeah. Lots of layers. Lots of layers. Thank yeah. you, donkey. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Um, so is there anything in general you want to say? About the doctor? Before we get into like how we want to score him. Just anything about yeah. this, like, experience. like you know. Yeah. I honestly am surprised how, how much I ended up liking him towards the end. Mm-hmm. I, he was not my favorite person for a period of time. Yeah, I think we'll, I think we'll talk about that. <laughs> but um, towards the end, I feel like, I was like, okay, I can see why someone would like this guy like he's sure. you know okay but also he started he's changed a little bit more mm-hmm. so um that also played a played a part in me changing my opinion of him as well yeah um had he stayed the same 
on screen grouch as the first couple episodes, I'd be singing a very different tune. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It'd be interesting to go back and watch. Not that I'm going to actually make you do that. Um, (laughs) But listeners, if you would like to make her do that, I am sure she would be willing to do that for a sum of money. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, absolutely not for free. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it would be interesting to go back and watch one of the early, even like the Daleks episode, Mm -hmm. just to see if you feel still feel the same. This different, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Having mm-hmm. a basis in the character. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also, you know, there's a reason I want you to not know what's happening is because, mm-hmm. you know, I, the horror that I feel is a thrill when you um, t- come out of left field <laughs> and attack my very soul. <laughs> okay, so let's get into the TARDIS points. Cool. So we're not actually doing TARDIS points this week because these are the D. Nope. <laughs> They're the D. It's the D. Yeah. Mm-hmm, the doc- mm-hmm. the main of the hour. So we're basically what we're going to do this episode is we're going to give the doctor mm-hmm. his overall score. Okay. Like we've done the companions in the past where they're goodbye right. episodes. All right. We're going to give an overall baddie score. Okay. We're going to pick who we are favorite baddie of the doctor. Okay. And we're going to give an overall story score. Mm. So how were his stories in general? Okay. Okay. uh, When we look at him as as a whole. And then we're going to pick our favorite story. Okay. So totally the bad guy and the story uh, picks are going to be totally subjective. Okay. Because when we get into the neat stories next week, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a knockdown, drag out fight to the death. Okay. So okay. this week we're going easy. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 All right. So let's talk about the doctor. All right. Um, best and worst moments. Do you have, do you remember anything like in those early days where you really didn't like him? Uh, any of those just moments where you went, this is the reason I can't get down with this doctor. And conversely, where you go, if he was like this all the time, mm-hmm. I'd have been into him. Yeah, I'm trying to think because I don't think there's one moment in particular where I was necessarily like, oh, I hate, I hate this guy. I think it just got the overall feeling of dislike just got mm. more and more, it grew more and yeah. more. Um, because it was – he. It was not helpful. You know, his behavior wasn't helpful. You know, he was an yeah. asshole, you know, and like the most like, a- not like a funny asshole, Mm-mm. you know, just like fucking rude. You no, know? that early doctor is not a funny asshole. Yeah. So I was just like, I don't like this person. Yeah. You know, there's like everything about this person I don't like. So I can't necessarily say there's one moment in particular because mm-hmm. I just feel like he was just a fucking dick for yeah. everything. But, um, Try to see if there's one moment in particular that I liked about the doctor. Was there, what do you think your lowest doctor score, like story was? Maybe like a two. Yeah, which one, one do you think it was? Do you have like an episode, a story where you go, this 
like this would have been his worst or what you think that uh jen gave him no not the aztecs i really don't Hmm. what about his best best that's another one that i'm like which one did i like the most I don't remember exactly which episode it was, but it was when he was, um, was it in between, was it a solo episode? Like between the last companions? It was one of the more recent ones Mm -hmm. um, where he was just being a goofy old man. You know, I think it was, I want to say it was between, like that one episode where he has a reflection moment. The War Machines with Ben and Polly? Their first episode? Maybe. Because he has this moment. No, I don't. Maybe it's the one before that. Because he has this moment where he has a reflection once. Um, Dodo left and Steven stayed behind. No, Steven left before Dodo. So so Dodo, Steven. Yeah, because Dodo left in the episode where we met Ben and Paul. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steven, Steven stayed. Yeah, and so in the very, Maybe very beginning of no, no, in no, the no. very beginning of episode one of season of this current season mm-hmm. we're in, he has that moment. Doesn't he have that moment of like I'm not I'm going to be by myself and then mm-hmm. Polly and Ben like, mm-hmm. and then they come and out. but you also have that in the episode um, where we get Dodo mm-hmm. because Steven dipped. That too, because yeah. he was like you're a fucking douchebag, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and the doctor soliloquizes. And then they both run back in. Dodo and Steven run back in with stupid excuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To still be there. Yeah. That might have been the episode. I think that's more it. Yeah. That's more it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that would probably was it because it was the first time that I saw him actually mm-hmm. think back to how much of an asshole he was. Mm-hmm. And really just um sit with his emotions, mm-hmm. I guess would be a word to say it. Mm-hmm. And he had that aha moment, like, I can't stop. I need to stop being a dick. Yeah. I'm alone because I'm a dick, you know? Yeah. Who do you think, would you give credit to any one companion for who helped him turn from that initial, like, super douchey character to the at least, like, pseudo congenial character like which companion helped facilitate that the most do you think i think it might have been susan's leaving Hmm. because that started with allowing him just to be the doctor Mm -hmm. and not necessarily have to worry about his granddaughter and her safety um and along the way, Vicky played a role in challenging him. Mm-hmm. Even Stephen, how his yeah. disdain for Stephen also, I think, shaped him into the the more like moral person mm-hmm. that he became towards the end. I would throw Barbara in there too, because Barbara, Barb's- who is is who got the doctor to apologize. Mm-hmm. for the that's first right. time mm-hmm. that's right that's mm-hmm. right helmet head had a rule <laughs> <laughs> oh barbs 
Uh, the war general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. So, uh, yeah, I, I feel like... I really liked it when the doctor gets silly, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but not when he's dumb. Mm-hmm. Silly, mm-hmm. just silly. Like, I, I really like him in the war machines. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, you know, my favorite moment for William Hartnell is in the Space Museum when he's popping out of that Dalek mm-hmm. carcass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and his worst moments for me are going to be when he's dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, I would rather have a mean doctor than a dumb doctor. Mm-hmm. More lively. Yeah. It's more exciting television. Mm-hmm. In reality, I would rather have a dumb doctor than a mean doctor, but for television. For television. I'd, for I'd rather have the, you know? the, the mean one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you give the first doctor? Let's think of it as like this. Because these scores, I feel like are these are going to be ones we're really going to be looking at for a mm-hmm. while. On a scale of one to ten, mm-hmm. ten being you found your new life calling, it's mm-hmm. to watch this doctor. Okay. One being the only reason I'm still here is because Diana started paying me mm-hmm. because I hate this guy so much. Mm-hmm. On a scale of one to ten. I think I'm at a 4.8. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that feels very yeah. That <laughs> it's not considering the parameters. Yeah, yes, that feels right yeah. on. It's not. I'm not in love with the doctor. Mm-hmm. I can tolerate the doctor mm-hmm. to get through the episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four point eight. Let's go to go with five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be totally like wild and out there. It's he's this one's definitely a five for me. And I even just want to start kind of in the middle anyway so that mm-hmm. I can build around it. Right. But there's nothing about one in particular that speaks to me. You know, knowing like what's even coming down the road and everything, he's – if I go back into Doctor Whodom, it's only when I'm doing a I'm going to sit and watch him all the way through that one is usually going to be – a doctor I pull to mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think like a five is fair. Yeah. He's got some good moments. He's got some bad moments. But n- none of these episodes I'm going to rewatch necessarily just because the doctor is fantastic. Right. Right. So exactly. Five. Yeah. Now your best episode mm-hmm. was the pilot. Okay. You gave him a 10. Oh, interesting. Right? Huh. Your worst episode. Which one? The Daleks. Of course. You gave him a one. Wow. All right. So, you know. Sounds about right. Tops and bottoms yeah, all around. All around. My best was also the pilot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I also gave him a 10. And my worst was the Celestial Toy Maker and the Gunfighters, mm. where I gave him a two for both of those. Yeah. Those were very unimpressive. And it was because he was dumb. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. even worse than the Celestial Toy Maker because they were passing his dumbness off his intelligence. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. frustrated me the whole time. Which one you said? The lowest? Uh, the Daleks. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, the Daleks aren't, weren't as bad as the Doctor. <laughs> Fuck the Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Now, your average for the Doctor. Mm-hmm. What was it? A 6.77. Okay. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. 
Mine was a 7.02. Okay. That also sounds about yeah. right. Yeah, you know. That whole idea that because he was in so many more episodes, it doesn't surprise me that his average is a little bit higher, but mm-hmm. falls, you know, the opposite of Vicky. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to talk about the first Doctor's bad guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are some, as we move through the stories, we're going to find there are some Doctors where you go, this was their bad guy. Mm-hmm. The quintessential baddie for this Doctor was mm-hmm. this bad mm-hmm. guy mm-hmm. and maybe it's always gonna be the daleks i don't know i thought it was a toy maker you thought it was a toy maker mm-hmm. because it's from that episode it just seems like they have prior history and mm. that he chases basically the toy maker chases him around or waits for him to come back because he always comes back and he always has a harder game to play mm. yeah i i like the idea of the toy maker but for me, similarly but different, for me, it's actually the time meddler. Mm-hmm. Um, they're so... Oh, best baddie. Except that, like, Wu-Tang was so good. Yeah. We've had some good ones. There have been the so, best. But the best. Mm-hmm. And this isn't even, like, necessarily by, like, how scary or whatever. It's just who who was your best favorite antithesis Mm -hmm. to the doctor and i would love to say the daleks but i don't think that they were his best villain Mm -mm. out of all of these it's interestingly like looking back and everything Mm -hmm. i think that um because i think wotan was scarier Mm -hmm. uh i think the cybermen were scarier they were scary yeah so you're gonna go with the celestial toy maker Mm mm-hmm I'm. I don't know. I'm gonna go. Who did I say? Five. Wo- Shut up. Four. Shut up. <laughs> I said Wotan and who else? Uh, Catherine de Medici. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go with Wotan. Okay. It was just so different, and maybe that's like not like necessarily like what makes a quintessential, but. I feel like Wotan was what they were trying to do with so many of the bad guys all the way through. Mm-hmm. And that was, nah, fuck it. I'm going to make it the capitalist and the scientist. Okay. Um, okay. okay. Because I think for us, that one was a, a it was actually, not just that it was contentious, but it was also like fair mm-hmm. and uh, an interesting conversation and, mm-hmm. And really was uh, maybe not the best story, but was really what the face of like villainy like truly looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, makes the Daleks look cartoonish, right? Because of how they deal with their enemies, right, 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 right. Um, and and so I'm going to go with with the capitalist and the with the capitalist. That's a good right? one. Yeah, yeah, the capitalist. That's a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. 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 that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Just the capitalist. Just the capitalist, not the scientist. Of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, now, your top baddie scores were actually the Aztecs, the Censorites, the Reign of Terror, Planet of Giants, the Mythmakers, and the Massacre, hmm. where you gave them all tens. Hmm. Interesting. Before I keep going with that, what mm-hmm. do you give your bad guy, like overall bad guy score? So in turn, when we're looking at the the, the canon of, of stories, mm-hmm. one being 
Mm-hmm. I'm not watching any of these for the bad guys. And 10 being the reason that I watched The Dark Knight was for the Joker. Mm-hmm. I think also 4.8 for the toy maker because no overall not just the toy maker oh just his baddies overall overall baddies with the toy maker being your top pick. oh um hmm actually i would do it more like a 7.5 mm-hmm. there was a good bunch a good bunch of them in there yeah there's some really shitty ones yeah <laughs> so i think it, it's above, a little bit more above average mm-hmm. um, but not like knocking my socks off you know yeah yeah, I, I've been surprised with the level of bad guys. So there were many stories where I was, I feel like putting it as I'm here for where the Joker and the Dark Knight mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. very much where I was in mm-hmm, some of these episodes mm-hmm. where the bad guy was really good mm-hmm, and the story mm-hmm, didn't matter. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with a six mm-hmm. because when I loved them, I loved them. Mm-hmm. And when I did not care, I did not care. Yeah. Uh, so Fair. a little bit higher than average, Fair. but definitely some stars mm-hmm. in there. We both gave a lot of 10s for mm-hmm. bad guys. We both gave 10s to the Aztecs, the Reign of Terror, Planet of Giants, the Myth Makers, and the Massacre. Mm-hmm. You also gave 10s to the Sensorites. Mm-hmm. I also gave 10s to the War Machines, mm-hmm. right? Now, interestingly enough, our lowest score for bad guys was a four mm. for both of us. Okay. Yours was the time meddler because mm. he wasn't scary mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, or threatening really yeah. for you. Um, mm-hmm. And my worst was the fucking caves. Oh, the fucking That caves. first story. Yeah. I just could not yeah. deal with... Those people being, well, whatever, still cannot deal. I thought this was also very interesting. Our average for our bad guys mm-hmm. was 0.02% different. Oh, not wow. Percent, not percent. I didn't do the percent. Okay. 0.02 different. Okay. Okay. Uh, interesting. So you gave them an 8.28. Okay. And I gave them an 8.26. Okay. Not so bad. very much on the very same close. level. Yeah, yeah I was close. very surprised. I think that's been our closest mm-hmm. average score so, so far. So far, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's going to lead us into our overall stories. Mm-hmm. Now, we are not looking at the Doctor's stories in terms of his neat stories. Mm-hmm. That is going to be a different thing. Thing, yeah. Uh, this, we are just looking at the quality of the stories. On the whole, were they engaging? Were they kind of fun? Was it... Uh, did was it cohesive? Did they all belong? Feel mm-hmm. like they belonged? Mm-hmm. That kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about all of these episodes and these stories that we've gotten and this adventure that we've been taken on so far? So the only one I think I really, really, truly hated was the OK Corral one, like the Westerner. In terms of just from my memory, that I would never ever watch ever again. Mm. The filler episode, the psychedelic one between ah. season one and season two, where it's like, wow, why, why was this? That was like, I was just that a mind fuck. You that know? was just, that was someone like a, took too much acid that day. That at was work. like story number four. No, oh, wow. Yeah, okay. it was real early. Yeah. Wow. Well, it seems like a break, mm-hmm. but whatever. 
And there's a couple where I feel like nothing really happened too much. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like meh, lackluster. But there were some good ones, and there's some action pack ones, like the Wuton one, mm-hmm. um, the one with the Daleks, with the Sensorites. So there's a couple in there that I would like. I wouldn't mind. Not that I'm like itching to go rewatch it, but mm-hmm. like if I if it was on TV and I had to watch it, I wouldn't mind watching those. Sure. Mm-hmm. Would there be any where if it was on TV, you wouldn't change the channel? No. You would change channel on anything mm-hmm. with William Arnold in it mm-hmm. at this point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You must like me a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's not like if, if it were on TV and there was nothing else to watch, I sure. would watch it. Cause... Like if you had gone through the whole uh, back in the day when you had to do the TV the guide. TV where it guide. Scrolled, yeah. Mm-hmm. You watched one look whole. through the pages. Yeah. You did one whole scroll of the TV mm-hmm. guide and you went, well, I guess we're going to watch Doctor Who. Yeah. I guess that's the only thing on here. Wow. Mm-hmm. Conversely, I'd be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's no. what we're watching. No. So, uh, what do you give his stories as a whole? One being, you couldn't pay me to watch it. And 10 being, uh, I haven't told you this yet, Diana, but I've been watching it in my free time. Mm, Three. A three. Mm -hmm. That seems about right. Mm -hmm. That feels like Mm -hmm. I'm going to change the channel (laughs) if it's on to see if there's anything else on. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I'll come Uh, back to it. Yeah. I for his stories from what we've seen for the first three seasons, if if I was on the TV guide channel and it said it was the first doctor, I would definitely be watching. Mm-hmm. But I'm still gonna put it at around a six. Gotcha. Because it definitely depends on the episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because there are definitely episodes in this canon that I will be shocked if I ever watch again. Like I would never, and I will never watch the Reign of Terror unless yeah, fuck that. the actual episodes got found. If they're lost and we find the episodes, obviously we're gonna watch them again, right? Or they're lost and we're gonna reanimate them. That kind of that's like a little different. But I cannot imagine having to listen to the Zarbi again, Mm-mm. the Reign of Terror again. Um, I could imagine watching the gunfighters in a we're all going to sit around and drink and make fun of it kind of a way like in a a, a drinking game uh mystery science theater 3000 kind of situation but not seriously Mm -hmm. Uh, and i feel that way for a lot of his stories however Mm -hmm. there are some of his stories the space museum is probably one of my favorite stories ever Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely going to be one your top. of my top. It's definitely one of my top stories mm-hmm. um, because it was just so good. Yeah. So I feel like a six is about spot on mm-hmm. with yeah. an asterisk for the space museum. But, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe the war machines. Mm. So. The highest score that you gave for the first Doctor's run is going to be a nine for the mm-hmm. 10th planet, the Myth Makers, and Planet of Giants. Mm. I've been surprised how much Planet of Giants has actually come up. For real. Um, my top score was a 9.5, and that was for the pilot, Planet of Giants, the Romans, the Space Museum, and the 10th planet. 
And your worst was the Reign of Terror and mm-hmm. the Celestial Toymaker at a zero. Uh, and my worst at a one was the Celestial Toymaker and the fucking Crusade. Ugh. I forget yeah. how much I dislike the Crusade because I forget that the Crusade exists. Yeah, fuck that. Which is a willing forgetting on I my forget part. I for, forget it willfully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I get it. I, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. Now, your average for your story score was a 6.31. Hmm. Nice. My average is seems statistically impossible, so I am pulling up the spreadsheet real quick. You're like, Because I'm there's trying. absolutely no way that my average ended up as a 9.7. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Not when I gave two ones. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, that makes sense. What? It's a 6.7. That makes sense. That makes more sense. That makes much more sense. Mm-hmm. Now we know why Diana failed math is because that's always why I failed math. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Dyslexia. Okay, so you gave it a 3.1 overall for your average. Mm-hmm. My average was a 6.7. Um but our overall scores, I feel like, do are are a much fairer representation of actually how we felt about right. the whole thing. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. I agree. So that brings us to our companions. Mm-hmm. Now, throughout the past three seasons, we have been giving them their overall companion scores in their goodbye episodes. Mm-hmm. Just like we did for the Dr. Batty and Story today. Mm-hmm. And I wanted those scores to kind of have a little bit of weight to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... I have come up with a number called the companion coefficient. Okay. And basically, there's some complicated math that maybe I just made up for no reason. Yeah. Definitely very complicated. Uh, It's not actually that complicated. I spared you guys. She wanted to talk about it on the air. And I said, don't, don't go into that. Yeah, just, no, it, it was too, it just, was just hard to explain. Just say the results. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> no need. Jen just got to the bottom of every problem in my life. <laughs> Bad. Um, so anyway, I did some complicated math. If you would like to know what the complicated math was, you can email us. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially what I did was made the overall score weigh a little bit more. Gotcha. So that it balanced out the episode scores. Gotcha, okay. And... It's based on how many episodes they were in total. Okay. Total episodes, not total stories. Total stories. Okay, cool. So as we go into the future, part of our issue is with Katarina and Sarah Kingdom, right? Like, yeah. How do we decide if they're a companion or not? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So essentially, to be a companion, they mm-hmm. have to have a companion coefficient of at least one. Okay. Which means they were in at least four episodes. Okay. So, so you say like one series, like one, st- yeah, okay. Essentially one story. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Uh, so they have to have a, com- a companion coefficient of one and have traveled in the TARDIS. Okay. You don't get to just be a companion because you fucked around with the doctor for a whole bunch of episodes if you never went into the TARDIS. Yeah. You're not really a companion if you never yeah. saw the inside of the TARDIS. Yeah. Um, so that's Katarina and Sarah both have higher than a one. Okay. So, you know, they get to be companions in our rulings. In our our showdowns. And it's our show, so we get to make the rules. Yeah. Now, I thought this was interesting, so I've already done all of that math. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
and totaled up all the companions. And we're going to get into mm-hmm. the official companion ranking in just a second. Okay. But do you hazard? Do you, would you hazard a guess on what your average overall companion score ended up being? Maybe like a five point five. Is that what you would? What would you give it? Give what? Like his companions block of companions. Um, more like a six five. Like a six five. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your average was a six point two three. Interesting. Nice. Mine was a six point oh two. Wow. I was really surprised I was lower than you. Mm-hmm. Because for the most part, I've been more apologetic. Six point eight. You said. Mine six point zero two. Oh, and what was mine? Six point two three. Two three. Okay. Interesting. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, so numbers aside. Mm-hmm. Our first five characters mm-hmm. are exactly the same. Hmm. We only have a couple of discrepancies. Okay. So as I move through this, mm-hmm. I'm going to give us two passes. Okay. If you want to make, if you want to move any character, you can use pass move in the ranking. Character. Okay. So like, if you don't like where Vicky is. Uh-huh. You can move her and you can move two characters. In the whole show? No, in for each. So like today. Two characters. Okay. You can you can move where two characters are in the okay. lineup. Okay? okay. Okay. So for both of us, we have I'm gonna start from the bottom. Yeah. In num- in tenth place mm-hmm. for Jen mm-hmm. is Dodo. Yeah, fuck her. Agreed. For Diana, it's Katarina. Okay. In ninth place, for Jen, it's Susan. Mm-hmm. And for Diana, it's Dodo. Okay. Okay. In eighth place, for Jen, it's Katarina. All right. Yeah. For Diana, mm-hmm. it's Susan. Mm, okay. Switching places. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In seventh place, mm-hmm. who do you think it is? Steven. Ian. Ian, okay. For Diana, it's Steven. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> In sixth place, for Jen. Barb's. Steven. <laughs> Steven, okay. In sixth place, for Diana, it's Ian. Ian, okay. Now, for the next five spots, mm-hmm. we have exactly the same. Okay. Number five. Mm-hmm. Barb's. Barb's. Number four. Ben. Ben, yeah. Number three. Polly. Sarah Kingdom. Okay. Number two. Vicky. Polly. Polly, okay. Thank God. Were you a little nervous there? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> did we really do that? And number one. Dun, 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 the queen, queen. The queen herself. Vicky. Queen B. Are you satisfied with that placement. Yeah. You don't want to move anybody around? No. No? I think they're good. Yeah. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use my pass then. Mm-hmm. Because I cannot bear for Susan to be below Ian and Steven. Yeah. So I'm going to move Susan to number six and and have them pop. Okay. Down. Okay. Are we moving forward for the rest of time mm-hmm. with the first doctor's best companion was Vicky? 
Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that. I feel like I am too. I feel, I know that there is a, if Vicky wasn't like one of our options, mm-hmm. who would you give a strong case to? Mm, if Vicky wasn't an option, believe it or not, Steven. How come? Because Steven really got to pull out a lot of the doctor's character. So we got to see a lot of different, like, once different ways that he could be offensive. But also just like in the, was it the rain? No, it was the massacre, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the, the doctor basically had a solo episode because Stephen was supposed to just stay at the bar, right? <laughs> Essentially. So I think that in terms of seeing a little bit more character depth, I think Stephen, because he really just annoyed the shit out of the doctor. And it manifested Ooh. in different ways. That's fair. Uh, I probably would have to go. I, if we'd gotten more of Polly and Ben, I think that they would be contenders. But we just mm-hmm. haven't gotten enough of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really have to throw Barbara in there, Barb's, yeah. because I think if Ian hadn't been there, if they had mm-hmm. not, if she'd not have been a package deal with Ian, mm-hmm. because they were fucking All right. Um, or if they had stayed with the doctor longer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we would have had seen a complete melding of personalities with gotcha. the doctor and Barbara. Mm-hmm. She was becoming very, they were becoming very similar to each mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I think that we've been seeing, especially here in his end arc, mm-hmm. where he's softened a bit, mm-hmm. but he's also become a little bit more chess mastery mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and kind of he's become so much more intelligent about how he plays the game right and that's kind of what barbara was always doing as well even in right. her worst moments in the mm-hmm. aztecs she was still so intelligent about what she was doing and what right. she was trying to do and to manipulate right. everything and i think the doctor and and for her she was the supreme being in a backwards society right right? and i think that the doctor moves through a lot of places like that Mm. where he sees himself Mm -hmm. i you know like i appreciate you humans aren't you adorable Mm -hmm. but there that's there's a condescending nature in that exactly you know there is that i am more intelligent than you i have more experience blah 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 Mm -hmm. where it invalidates your experiences because i don't think as highly of you i think that he moves through the space like that a lot Mm -hmm. and barbara definitely did Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, even though both of them also move through the space trying to be kind right Mm -hmm. barbara moved through the space trying to be kind Mm -hmm. i'll tell you i'll walk that back a little bit but i think that if she had stuck with him she might have potentially lost that Gotcha. Or he would have become also kinder. Mm-hmm. And so we would have had that. That's why I say like a melding. Yeah, I can see that. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I think Barbara definitely has a a, a leg in the competition. But, right. But Vicky. So uh, let's say nice things about Vicky. Yeah. Because she's our, she's our companion. Yeah. Queen companion she for the, best, doctor, the first doctor. Yeah. You know, she came in with a bang. She was naming shit. Mm-hmm. She named some more shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She was snarky. She gave Stephen a hard time. She mm-hmm. gave the doctor a hard time. She gave everyone a hard time. Everyone a hard time. She I liked give a fuck. Yeah, I like that she like rolled up in there and 
read them all for filth for ruining her own rescue plan yep, and yep. her own episode. Yep. And they're like, yeah, but now we're going to take you with us. So we're going to go explore everything and have so many adventures. And the next thing they do is go to Rome for like six months. Fuck that. And she's salty about it, you know? Mm-hmm, and and mm-hmm. so I really loved that spunk that they gave her, mm-hmm. which is interesting considering they failed so hard with Dodo trying to do the same thing. And Susan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder what it is about if, you know, maybe Maureen O'Brien was more forward in her character. Mm-hmm. Does it have to do with Maureen? Does it have to do with the writers? Yeah. Like who, why her character? Because obviously it wasn't some, well, obviously, and also they changed a lot of writers. Yeah. So I felt like if they would have kept the same writers, at least for the the ones that wrote with, with Vicky, mm-hmm. maybe would have had a little bit But different. they're also the ones that like wrote her off. That's true. Yeah. That's true. When we Maybe that's why they were like, uh, when we couldn't remember the 10 for it. the myth makers, mm. we gave it to the writer. Yeah. So I think maybe it's um, they learned their lesson, I guess, from having someone as straightforward as Vicky because Dodo was just absolute fucking trash. Well, I, I, we can't conflate the actress and the character. No, I mean, the, the actor, like the characters. I don't understand what you're saying then. Like that they messed, like the fact that the way that they wrote Vicky, let's say it was the writing, right? Mm -hmm. They, I guess, learned, the writers learned their lesson of making someone a character like that. Maybe that, maybe her character pushed her as an actress to demand more. I don't know. But it it seems like it was purposeful, the fact that there's only one like outstanding female character in the sea of other characters. I think that instead of looking at it like the the writer, that it's a reaction to Vicky, that we got all these other shitty characters, Mm -hmm. I think that for whatever reason, Vicky's just different. Mm -hmm. I think because everything else is kind of a baseline when I look at, because, and then over here we've got Polly again, mm-hmm. right? And, and even Barbara's pretty good, but when it comes to writing that youthful character, mm-hmm. I just, I think that Dodo's the outlier mm. and that, I mean, um, Vicky is the outlier and that Dodo isn't actually a response to Vicky. Dodo is par for the course. Mm-hmm. Because if we suddenly said Dodo was from the future and kind of was psychic, you'd essentially have Susan. You know? Kind of. Just Susan was less annoying, though. Sure. From the start, Susan had a different perspective. But they and were then, s- they mel- then they made her shitty. Dodo has been shitty the whole way through. Right. No, there's definitely a two-dimensionality to Dodo. I think that they were floundering after a string of, you know, Katarina and Sarah Kingdom. And, Mm -hmm. and I, so I, I think, but I, I do think that Vicky is just an outlier. Again, it makes me wish that this transition had happened later into Ben and Polly's run. Mm Because if we get more of what we're seeing from them, Mm -hmm. Polly would be giving Vicky a run for her money. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Anything else about the first doctor? Any last notes, goodbyes? Um, no, I'm just excited to move on with the story. 
Yeah. And see how another actor with equally bad hair plays a doctor. I can't believe I'm having to transition into defending the second actor. <laughs> oh, it's going to be rough, y'all. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see how the, how, how you feel about Patrick Troughton. I'm excited. So, so listeners, we've actually had like quite a couple of weeks since we've last recorded and especially since we've last watched the last episode. Mm -hmm. Do you have any, not that I'm implying that you give Dr. Who a second thought when we're not recording, Mm -hmm. but, uh, do you have any ideas about what's happening as we transition from the first to second doctor? Mm-mm. You don't know. I'm excited. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. I don't know. I don't think he's dead. I think he just changes forms. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, <laughs> I know. I know. It's, fine. it's fine. We shall see. All right. So that's it for our formal goodbye to the doctor. Uh, this has been real nice. Mm-hmm. We got some real sweet emotional moments out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he got me to cry one time. Okay. I think when he was saying goodbye to Susan, that was the the moment that you're. Yeah. There was a, there was a real moment there in his like moments of loneliness. Yeah, those are the moments you that break he can really layers. yeah make me feel things. Mm-hmm. But then I remember that he left Susan with just one shoe, right? And I go, oh, you don't actually feel this way. You're just feeling certain things, maybe for the first time, right? And so it'll be interesting because as we move forward. You know, this is a totally different era mm-hmm. because it's no longer the first doctor. Yeah, that's it. Now, we have talked about the best baddie, uh, the best companion, and we've technically given out our favorite stories mm-hmm. and some of our best, what we think are the best. Mm-hmm. But through this whole process, we have been deciding if stories were neat or not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in the next couple of episodes of Doctor Who on the Rocks, we are going to have a Doctor Who showdown mm-hmm. to determine the first Doctor's neatest episode. Okay. So what we are going to do is I have a bracket already set up. All right. Where I... Put them all in there randomly. Okay. Uh, and we're going to go bracket by bracket and decide which is moving to the next. To the next level. To the next level. Okay. And if you really think that Mission into the Unknown mm-hmm. needs to go to the next level, and I really think the Space Museum really needs to go mm-hmm. to the next level, and we are unwilling to budge. hmm I am actually going to run a series of choice polls in a, on our Instagram. Okay. So that Instagram can be the deciding vote. Okay. Cool. Okay. So if we have to go that route, we will. We will. Okay. But I am sure that we're just going to agree with Diana the whole time. You just never know. I mean, I'm pretty sure I do know that that's never going to happen. <laughs> to my chagrin but that's when we're really going to get into like some of the episodes and the big stories and kind of forget that we're doctor focused and just what are just what's quality television Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we're going to find out what is the best one and it might take two episodes i have absolutely no idea we'll see uh but for this week and forevermore (sighs) 
R.I.P. William Hartnell. Bye, William. Bye, Bill. It was great getting to know you. Not. Just kidding. It was fun. No more Quaker Oats. Uh, no more Quaker Oats, but we now we got the priest. Now we got We're the just, priest. You're just yeah. rolling them on yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. The monk, I guess. If he had a bald spot, it'd be more monkey, huh? Mm, like yeah. Monk S. For sure. Giving monk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aw. Yeah, it's going to be great. Patrick Trump. You know, hang on to your wigs, guys. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I like them. But I like all of them. So for the first doctor for this week. Forevermore. No, not forevermore. I'll see you in two weeks. Not bye forever. That'd be weird. Bye. Bye. <laughs>